0: You say
1: tomato, I say tomato We just found out we both love gelato Hold up, wait a minute Did we just become best friends?
2: Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 6 of Did We Just Become Best Friends? Where well, we're getting one step closer to best friendship. I'm Pat Patterson and I'm joined by Brad, hey, everybody. Paige, Woo-hoo. and Matool. Hello, hello. How are y'all doing? Episode six. Yeah. You feeling good? Yeah, I think we're
0: getting there. I think we're we're friendship.
3: Yeah. Pat, I think one of your challenges one time did you should have to start the podcast like a like a movie announcer for like an action film. Like in an (laughs) age. Where true crime podcasts have taken
2: over. (laughs) I like our environment. No, I'm gonna add that to the the duty Wheel, not the duty Wheel. The, I forget what I called it, but can the one where one of you guys have to do, have to are do something. Are you even hosting right now? Yeah, 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 the Can You Deal Wheel. I'll add that to that wheel. And then maybe one of you guys will have to do that on a future episode. You have to introduce it in a certain way. That could be fun.
1: Could be, right. of course, could be. Yeah, I like how you just sure, pass sure, that sure. off to other people, in those your <laughs> suggestions. Yeah, Yeah, somebody should totally right. to do that.
2: So guys. Matul, I don't want to start this podcast off with being like tension between you and I I know I kind of attacked you last time because I was jealous so let's just be cool Matul let's, let's just coo- let's, be cool. let's be cook cool. that
3: beef let's cook it guys
1: yeah make some delicious burgers. we've got
2: we've got some fun stuff today too we got a lot of lighthearted fun stuff we have Brad's gonna continue the story that Paige told mm-hmm. in the previous episode which I'm very much looking forward to Matul my, my good friend, my great friend, Matul, my best friend, <laughs> one of my best friends, Matul, is gonna give us his, uh, he has a drum solo, so he'll give us whatever he wants to give us. And I forgot to, if people were listening diligently, you know, nobody sent any notes. Well, it wasn't released yet, but anyways. <laughs> I forgot tees. to, <laughs> I forgot to assign uh can you deal to somebody, so I did it after the fact, and I gave it, but I spun it, and Paige has it, and Paige has to give her, she's said, tempt, to give her local update in one breath. It's going to be hard. Maybe like two is fine. I don't know. There's no also, real rules here or penalties.
3: So much <laughs> happened to me this weekend too. I One breath, wow. Was not you just sitting it. on my couch watching you. sci-fi films this weekend. Believe it or not.
2: <laughs> I believe in you. Also, before we get into the local update, I, um, I forgot. I was I mentioning this last episode, but Brad, you said that when I gave my... Drum solo about how L wears uh, pajamas. Mm-hmm. You said you got new pajamas and you said you would wear them for a week and say if it changed your life. Have you done that? I yet? I haven't,
0: but I definitely will by the oh, by the next episode. You didn't assign it as homework, so I forgot.
2: All right, Brad, can you please wear your pajamas for a week? Okay.
0: We need proof. Please send photos. Yeah. All right, I'll yeah. definitely definitely. Can send you some live
3: tweet photos. your pajamas experience?
0: Yeah, we'll put it on yep. the gram. Put it on. I it. totally gram get that. I.
3: <laughs> I just got a new robe and I was ecstatic Th- through the roof <laughs> You have thought I won the lottery not spent an absorbent amount of my own on a new robe.
2: What kind of material are you want to like see of? if Brad feels that way? I don't
3: I have no idea just, um, I just was really sold by Brooklinen's constant constant um, advertising uh, Brooklyn I want to sponsor this podcast. what's up? Yeah. Um, and yes I they got me and I'm not mad about it.
0: Nice. congrats on the robe.
3: Thank you, I'm are living your, a life of luxury. Your, are
2: yours Brooklyn in pajamas, Brad?
0: No, I, I need to brand. my <laughs> brand Do you even know the brand, Brad? Yeah, I do, of
1: course I do. They're everywhere now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Who are you wearing to bed this evening, <laughs> sir? No, I'm
2: saying, do you even know the brand <laughs> yeah. that you own of pajamas? Oh, I do not. <laughs> There.
0: See, but I'll upgrade to Brooklyn. They asked you know, if you know I knew Brooklyn Of course I do. They're my favorite.
3: No, Rule number one we of the sponsors. runway. Know the designer, Brad. God. Yeah. I wasn't Jeez. trying
2: uh, to it's a say. cold.
1: <laughs> wow. Pat's attacking people again. Just I wasn't never. Ends.
2: attacking you, Brad, I was asking about it was a miscommunication, which is common in in friendships. <laughs> okay, like, let's go to the local update. <laughs> who wants to start? I'm gonna let somebody just jump in this time. I'm not gonna sign it. Who wants to start?
0: I can go. My mine's less of a local update and more of just an experience of mine that I want to talk about with you guys. So, I've been on the Facebook lately uh, page. I don't even know if you know what Facebook is. It's social media for the old. (laughs) But I was so I was talking to one of my friends, and I was like, "Hey, I've been seeing all this stuff on Facebook. It, It seems like Britney Spears is really in the news a lot lately. Like she's like going to bars." She's, like, making a revenge album, something like that. It's crazy. And my, and my friend's like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. And then I, I realized that because of the algorithm, I, like, clicked on a Britney Spears story once or, like, hovered over it too long. And now all it thinks I want to see is Britney Spears stories. So it's like, that's, like, my new lens now. I was just thinking about it. It's like, okay, like, 50 years ago, there were like three television channels and so it's like the media controlled everything but everybody saw the same thing and it's like a few years ago we have like the bubbles where it's like oh you only see like what your friends post in your news feed so it's like you know conservatives are seeing conservative stuff liberals mm-hmm. are seeing liberal but it's at least like you have your your people maybe it's not good but you have your people but now i realize it's like what's in my feed is just this random stuff that the algorithm thinks <laughs> I like and I don't even necessarily, but it's like, I have my own experience of what's going on in the world. That's like not shared with anybody. It was a very weird, lonely feeling when I came to that realization. I
3: was like, Britney Spears uh, isn't
0: really like in the news all the time. Maybe she is, but it's like, I think it's just on my feet. So hmm. that's my downer for the day. I wanted to take my tools. Uh, could get to it.
2: what's, yeah. your, oh, what's man. your reaction anyone has a reaction to that
1: i mean i think in my experience i feel like the algorithms were started out getting kind of smart and then now they've gotten really dumb they've like gotten too smart for their own goods yeah in my experience it's been somewhat similar where like on instagram i think a lot of people are upset about how instagram is changing their their platform now but like i think i accidentally liked the barstool sports post one time and i unliked it immediately <laughs> but it it like it thought i liked it so now not only does it bring it's up, okay if you
2: liked him at all. no no
1: no it's not but i the algorithm <laughs> says it's okay apparently but so not only do i get those posts but then i get like suggested posts from other users that are like barstool sports yeah. It's like you click on something and once just or worse. you even just like hover yeah. on it too long.
0: Yeah. And then it's like, oh, these so, are all the stories you're getting for two weeks.
1: Yeah. And so like my whole feed is now just spam from Barstool Sports likers. And not that there's <laughs> anything wrong with people who like that, but I just don't happen to be one of those people. Yeah. So I don't want that in my feed, man. Yeah. So I feel so like...
2: why do you have a Barstool Sports poster behind you? There's a I bunch of pennants. Right
0: Boston, Boston, <laughs> Boston gear yeah
3: he actually has a very regal I, curtain behind him when, you, actually, when we first right, joined all, this call okay. i thought you like were like being silly and purposely put on a fancy background for <laughs> you know just to change it up wild card that you are
1: okay yeah yeah
2: in all reality madil really does have a nice curtain behind but hold him. On,
1: it gets better when i open the curtain <laughs> look what's behind it that's a collection those, of uh, babies <laughs> oh my god oh, that is awesome are you serious Oh, that's wow. a gold that's, mine back then. And that's a picture of me in high school playing football. Playing,
2: oh, I thought that was wow. Randy Moss. So you did. You put, the one year you played. The one year you I discovered. played.
1: Yeah. Right Why there. is
2: it still there in the middle of the Beanie Baby shrine? It's like, hold <laughs> in
3: the middle of the Can Beanie you, Baby yeah. shrine. Matul really Mateo, is
0: a jock barstool, bro.
2: Did you a picture of this?
3: Were any of your parents' yeah. parents who were like, got caught on the craze that like Beanie Babies were going to be worth something someday. So like you had yeah. Beanie Babies, but like you couldn't yeah. play with Beanie Babies. Like that they had so they to stay to on the work.
0: shelf with a tag on basically. I, right there,
3: I played man. with They're Beanie Babies. <laughs> I ruined any chance. Played with them all, ripped the tags off, changed their names. Yep. No rules with oh my, my Beanie Babies. I,
2: I really have a couple comments real quick. Let me jump in. I really love how we're all like gelling a lot more. I don't know if people can tell. Conversation just flowing, it's flowing. Very nice. This we is do our have an on agenda screen. to stick through. I do have to be the stickler though. That's so like we shut must continue up. Moving forward. We have an agenda to get to. <laughs> also, sorry, Brad. You sound like you, I loved your uh, your uh, your local update because it was so wholesome. Like it was just like <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's people are gonna listen to that and be like, "Yeah, dude, we know that's what happens on Instagram." or Facebook. Have you been on There's Instagram, bro? I don't
0: know. Well, I knew, well, I knew case, that. Like, I, I guess where guy. I was going with is I knew the algorithm was designed for me, but I had the realization that, like, it used to be I'd see the same stuff as everybody and know, like, what everybody else is seeing. But now it's like I have no idea if anybody else's experience is the same as mine. It's just a weird, yeah,
2: like. that's actually. No, that's a good point yeah. for sure. But yeah. isn't Everybody's that a metaphor a for different.
3: the human experience? Uh, it might be. It's wah, 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 wah,
2: very true. <sighs> I also realized I just like said we need to tighten up and then I just continued. And on. you, so, you, went the, off I'm on the a worst, train. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Then you
1: talked right, about how good our flow moved was along. and killed our flow.
2: Matul, what is your local update? Are you going to talk about Southeast Asia some more?
1: Ah, uh, I mean, so, I got I plenty to go. I got plenty to talk about there, but I thought I'd like make it actually local. But I mean, I mean, I've been in Kentucky. Not, you know, I love it here and all that, but nothing interesting has really happened locally. The only. Only real notable event in the past few weeks has been there was a lot of rain last weekend or a few days ago, and uh, it led to a lot of flooding in parts of the state. Um, It was pretty severe, especially like in the uh, Appalachia area. And yeah, I know that's sad. I always just bring it down. Sorry, guys. (laughs) But it made me think of a PSA, which was um, after that, I checked my parents like, Uh, homeowner's insurance and they don't have flood insurance and so it's oh man i think it's interesting how insurances are still kind of bought in the in the assumption that where we live hasn't changed at all but like climate change is happening and now there are floods in places where there weren't Mm -hmm. floods before so just uh make sure to check your guys's homeowner or renter's insurance for coverage for things like floods because you never know when it could happen
0: Wow, that is a nice PSA. Downer. Yeah, Matul,
2: areas. what insurance company is paying you, and not? not <laughs> any of these I can't
1: disclose that information.
2: That actually was very a good PSA. I give you a hard time, but I kept a it was short an and sweet. Interesting local that... update. It was unexpected, and it was it was nice. Paige, did you really like that?
3: I I did. I did like it. I love a good PSA after school special. Fan over here.
2: <laughs> very nice. I'm, I'm going to pay. I'm going to page. I'm going to give you a moment to Take your catch breath. your breath in and out page so you can do your, do your local update. I'm going to give mine quickly because I always go last and it makes me sad. So, um, mine, I have two quick ones. I went to a show on Friday. I went alone. I don't know if it's weird or not, but I went to a comedy show and, uh, well, I guess it was at the theater. I demand at. a couple guys from my class put on a show. And I was definitely the only one there who was alone, but also the only one there that wasn't a college student because <laughs> they're NYU <laughs> students and they put on a show. And I think they're all NYU students and I felt really awkward. But anyways, the show was called the Subhuman Monstrosity Exhibition. And I love the two that. guys the two <laughs> guys were like pretending like it was like an old school carnival where it was a freak show. So they came out with like this red and white striped suits and the straw hats and they gave like a bit and they like had, they're like selling like potions and stuff. And then they introduced um, each person and they were like a character. So it was a character show. So somebody came out and they were clearly like a vampire, but they're trying to hide it. And like, it was really funny. Like, it was, it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm glad that I like went out and went to the show and like experiencing some of the cool stuff New York has to offer. Nice. Um,
3: I think that is... Local Update is less for the listeners and like more just a passive aggressive. Um... <laughs> come to new york side eye at me like are you listening to all (laughs) All the things i'm doing well partially
2: yes i want everyone to move to new york and Paige especially but i thought it was a cool update i'll tell you my other one that's not as interesting i'll be real quick because i was really embarrassed it happened like an hour ago i went to my local bodega which is like an all-in-one shop where you can buy basically anything they have like sandwiches and they have it's a convenience store and i want like them to know me and get to like get to like me you know because like i go to all the time and there's always this like younger guy there and then he's been talking to me lately i'm like he's finally getting to know me and then i come in today and he's like what's up big dog how's it going and he's all excited and i'm like me, I'm big dog. And I'm like, what's up, man? And then I realized behind oh. me, literally a dog came in with a man, a big dog. <laughs> and he came, went behind the counter, grabbed some chicken strips, and throwing it
0: towards the dog. He's uh, going to go, big dog. I was like, oh, man.
3: That's brutal. Dog. Wow. Pat, you can be know, big, dog. big dog. So you're big dog to us. Yeah,
1: you're yeah. big dog to us. <laughs>
3: <laughs> big dog.
2: Woof, woof. Uh, <laughs> vulnerability is an important part of uh, friendship. Friendship. This guy, big dog. <laughs> Paige, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You can take uh, more than one breath, okay? But just want to get just, as many words out.
3: <clears throat> <laughs> okay. I went to the Dylan Amphitheater and I saw a camp, and they might have had a few mushrooms, and I watched a Karen throw her drink at a couple in front of us, and it was the wildest experience of my life, and I was, like, crying because it was an emotional show, but I was crying because that was the fucking funniest thing I saw, and I was very heavily invested, in the drink she threw was LaCroix, which somehow made it even fucking funnier. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Thank you. That Thank is you. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Oh How are you feeling?
3: Thank you. Um a little lightheaded, nice. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Have a little Pat- jackrabbit heart. <laughs> I, I think she breath Did you guys catch that?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I give you another breath. That was honestly impressive. I wish we had a video
1: of that. <laughs> you deserve one more breath face to expand.
3: <laughs> um I'll I'll expand. I'll, I just I'll expand a little bit. Um Yeah, first song. So, first of all, I went to Dylan Amphitheater, which I, Red Rocks Who? I don't know her anymore. I'm Mm. converted to Dylan Amphitheater. Um, I have no use for Red Rocks anymore, PSA. Um, And it's on the water, it's beautiful. But first song, everyone brings like lawn chairs and stuff. And first song, like the couple, this couple stood up, like everyone does at concerts. And this old lady straight up threw her LaCroix on them and it just like the whole i just like got very invested in this very story within the story i was at um and i'll never be able to tell it as funnier as was happening but like yeah she threw straight up through her drink on him the couple turned around to be like pissed and then they were like oh it's this like old lady sitting in a chair we can't yeah. like you know scream at her so they just like turned back around and soaking wet and passion fruit lacroix you know, (laughs) but then like what got even better, my friends were like tripping and like had no idea that this situation was happening. So they come over and my one friend is literally dancing like her life away. Her boobs are literally hitting this old woman in the back of the head (laughs) and she is like furiously turning red and I'm just watching this unravel and I was like crying because just like, I was like, there's no way this could get better. And then another friend came over and put her arm around my first friend and I was like, like wow sometimes you just believe in the universe having your back and that was like one of the moments
2: <laughs> what an experience and yeah what a hard story to tell on one breath you really <laughs> put it
3: all in there oh but my gosh I- yeah it was like unfolding for two hours and i was invested for every second
2: <laughs> that was beautiful i think we had a great local update all around
3: yeah yeah i love that
2: Woo! i say we hop into our conversation wheels let's do it we have five today would you rather wheel of faves, wheel of no no nos little peeps wheel is back, Woo! and we have our mystery wheel. Um, no one chose it last time, so I kept the same one as before. Okay. You don't have to choose it. Also, you can choose uh, the same, the same wheel. wheel twice. You know. So why don't we let? I'm gonna let Paige go first. I'm I think <clears> one first last time.
3: gonna do the wheel of faves this week.
2: Right on, right on, right on. Wheel of Faves. I don't know why I said that like that.
3: Too bad I don't have my tuba still. I could just B flat quarter notes. Yeah. Or spin the way. <laughs> boom, 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 boom.
2: All right, are you ready? So ready. What was your favorite childhood cartoon growing up?
3: Oh, wow. This is a very tough question for me. This is my very sister tough. and I... We're definitely like babysat by the television at some points. Um, My mom works swing shift and my parents were divorced. So yeah, we got a good chunk of cartoonage in. Oh, wow. Um, I think in my gut, I have to say my very first love was Scooby-Doo and I had Scooby-Doo everything, alarm clock, blanket, um, stuffed animals, birthday parties. Um, But then slightly later, um, I think Fairly Odd Parents really takes the cake for me as mm. as the Ooh, as the number mm-hmm. one could put it on and never be upset to the point where I recently went to a glass animals concert and he jumped up on a surfboard and I was like, oh my god, is he gonna sing Vicky Free Summer right now? Cause like <laughs> that would be amazing. And like I thought that was very funny. No one else did. It's fine. You but know what's whatever.
2: funny? Paige? <laughs> You love them so much. You've told that story <laughs> in the podcast. Before. No, because I've should, listened to these a million times. Yeah. We
3: should cut it out then. Can we cut it out? You
2: should real? tell it no, every not, tell you know, it every episode, yeah.
1: every single time. That yeah. stays.
3: I like can't remember what we talked about immediately after we're done, and I'm like, oh shoot, what are we gonna call this <laughs> okay. episode? What am I gonna do? baby backpacks
1: with? again?
2: Um, hey, that happens yeah. in friendship, right? Sometimes you tell the same story. Oh no, sure. that
3: is a big that's a big page trait in general. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, it's okay. My name is Paige and I'm a story repeater. Um, <laughs> it's an
2: it's an endearing wow. trait, some would say. Does P- Matul you're nodding your head a lot when Paige is talking about stuff. Do you have a character that comes to mind?
1: Absolutely. Uh I mean too many, I think we would all probably agree with many of the yeah. ones on the list. Uh, Dexter's lab was a particular favorite. You know, I love Ooh. the little nerdiness. Um big fan of obviously SpongeBob to this date, but mm-hmm. only seasons 1 through 4 and then kind of went falls down. Off. Yeah. Yeah, falls off. Season yeah. Or four, oh. Yeah. When yeah. Huh. maybe even 3 4 started getting a little eh, but 1 through 3 were just gold. Um I was a huge fan of Tom and Jerry, but the early ones directed by mm-hmm. Chuck Jones. Like those are prime cartoon era Tom and Jerry episodes. Like the best. Um yeah, I think those three are our particular faves.
2: Wow. Dude, you really know a lot about cartoons. Uh, no, I know. I keep going. Even think, I didn't even I'm think about so seasons of cartoons. <laughs> Brad, are you on this page too? You seem like you're like a little skeptical about the cartoon situation.
0: No, no. I, I was a cartoon fan. Uh, I mean, it's cliche, but I think Ninja Turtles is number one for me. Uh, Classic. But, you know, also all the Nickelodeon ones I liked. Rugrats. I liked Rocco's Modern Life just because it's like pretty weird and not appropriate. I think we talked about that on a, a previous episode too. Did you guys like um,
3: what 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 was it? Cow and chicken. Oh
0: yeah, that was, a weird, that was a weird one too. Irritated it. the
3: heck out of me. It was so terrifying. They were like almost dying in the most. Re- also, I think maybe because I lived out in the middle of nowhere and so did they. And I was like, zombies are just gonna be popping up here anytime soon, like all is well yep.
2: <laughs> i've never seen that but uh Remember. i think for me rugrats was like oh, the one yeah. i was going to say immediately just because i watched it like religiously when i was little but I, then i think about like different genres too i used to watch i used to get up really early saturday morning so i could watch that the x-men cartoons Ooh. oh mm-hmm. hell yeah and those ones I've, like i love those
3: i think i was definitely more of a nickelodeon kid than a cartoon network kid aside from my scooby-doo Passion and love. I even like the pup named Scooby-Doo. Like I was all Uh, in Scooby-Doo. I had all the Scooby-Doo movies. Also, the Witch Scooby-Doo movie soundtrack slapped. I don't. It still does. It's great. Go, go, go. Listen to that when you're feeling spooky. Did
2: did you guys like Scooby-Doo, Brad? Yeah. Want to make sure. I I did. Pesky
0: kids and that crazy dog, or whatever.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
2: Uh. So one of my. When my parents were uh or one of my parents when, when i was younger my parents were also younger at the same time weirdly enough, you were know? all kids together <laughs> <laughs> so we would go to blockbuster and my parents would always get like a an arnold schwarzenegger action movie like, and my parents would go to the living room to watch that and my sister and i would go to like the, the, the family room and we'd always get a scooby-doo and we'd watch a scooby-doo together I totally that's forgot
1: so about that. wholesome that's nice such a whole oh, scooby-doo <clears throat>
2: That's why it's nice to talk about old I, stuff sometimes because you think about memories, you know? I used
3: to have um, episodes on VHS tapes, like two episodes per tape, like <laughs> one episode per side, like yeah. pre, you know, syndication.
2: Yeah, wow. <laughs> a lot of nostalgia. Um, Paige, who do you want to spin the next wheel? Uh,
3: We'll have, let's have Matul spin it.
2: Cool, cool. So um, what do you do?
1: Yeah, somehow I resisted picking mystery last time, but I can't go two episodes without <laughs> picking mystery. So let's go with mystery.
2: <laughs> All right. Are you sure? I'm mad at the Final peeps because
1: we got some hate mail about me. So I'm sticking to the mystery. <laughs>
2: okay. All right. Um, the mystery wheel is an interesting one, Matul, because you are going... I'm gonna. We're going to role play here. I am Ooh. going to be... <laughs> I'm gonna be Okay, stop. Don't make it weird, Matul, With your with your weird curtain in the background. All right. You're yeah, make it telling, improv cult weird instead.
3: <laughs> We're
2: gonna start with Brad first and then go to Paige. So I am your friend and I'm a single female for Brad right now. And you gotta tell me about Brad. You have to so I'm gonna ask about Brad. You're going to set me up on a date with Brad, and you're going to explain to me about Brad. You're about selling Brad. Brad. So see how oh, much me. You're going to sell Brad. Brad? You're selling Brad, and then you're going to sell Paige next. It sounds weird to put it that way, but I want you to talk about them in a way to show that you were listening about them and you know a little bit about them.
3: So oh, yeah.
2: All right, we'll start off. Matul, your friend Brad sounds, <laughs> you said your friend Brad's available? Tell me about him. What does he do? Where does he live? <laughs> Just the Absolutely. fact that your eyebrows
3: perked up when you did that. Wait, wait what's, yeah, your, what's
1: name? your name? what's your name? We're,
2: we're good friends. Come on. Yeah, 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 I'm
1: Jenny. Oh, hey, Jenny. Jenny from the block. From the
3: block. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, Jenny, listen, let me tell you. What are you looking for in a guy? <laughs> you want some, just some bro that's going to come in here and, you know, maybe show you a good time once or twice and then forget about you and move on. I don't
0: want that Who's at just, all.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. Or do you want a suave, deep-voiced, silver fox, handsome mofo that lives in a dope city that does cool shit and goes to the Indy 500? Is that what you want? Yeah, that's what you want. He sounds great. Yeah, he is great. So why don't we uh, we go over to Indianapolis and uh, see my friend Brad?
2: What does he do? Do you think he'll have availability with me? Does he have a a job where he can work? He has a very,
1: very stable job, you know. It is a nine-to-five, but it gets busy sometimes. But you know, he's he's a man who knows his priorities, and he's going to prioritize spending time with you when it comes down to it.
2: Well, I like him. I'm interested. You should. <laughs> Jenny, should. Jenny okay.
1: sounds like a nice Midwestern
0: gal. <laughs> do you not? Mature, do you know our Brad? Brad's is blushing. He's forget-
1: <laughs> an auditor, for, or not a, like uh, actuary no. for an uh, insurance uh, expert sure you knew. for health care. I really enjoyed listener. your PSA. Yeah. Insurance expert. Yeah. Oh there you go yeah, yeah exactly that. cool go.
2: that was great um all right now <clears throat> what's up Tua? it's me uh chez uh i heard you got some girl who i could go out with.
3: i'm vetoing chez before he even is it chez
2: oh, me, Chaz, to- i'm not telling you about Paige. <laughs> <laughs> actually i don't like chez at all let me change it up
3: hey, <laughs> i was Tua.
1: gonna reject chez on your behalf Paige. thank you he hey, does Tua. know
3: he's listening <laughs>
1: okay good
2: hey matul it's me fred you know I've been looking for my, my soulmate, Fred. And you told me there might be someone of interest.
1: You said Fred or bread.
2: I said Fred, but oh, my last Fred. name's bread. So Frederick. Okay. Either one. Fred. Bread. All right,
1: Frederick. Listen to me. You just want one of these girls that's gonna drop you, you know, right after that you swipe right and you think you're finding true love and they listen to you and you're sitting there at dinner and you're like, ah, I can see myself getting married to this girl and having a few kids, settling it down. And then they just take the free meal and bounce. They take those drinks and never call you again. Is that what you want? want Or do you want a funny, cool girl who lives in Denver, is adjusted to high altitudes because she lives in Denver (laughs) and. Is able to do solo facts. trips across the country right is independent is has a great you know uh a, a great knowledge of recreational marijuana and uh loves music is glass animals and has a great story about you know a surfboard at glass animals <laughs> that she'll tell you multiple times but in a very endearing way so is that <laughs> something, something real or do you just want one of these fake hosts walking around
2: I don't want the fake hose. That's what I thought. I
1: choose option A. <laughs> good. Let's I go think over gender. My was
3: Matilda, need Matil. a dating profile again. You're definitely writing it. <laughs> uh, my last one was just chance the rapper lyrics, and no one got it. <laughs>
1: you just need to put adjusted to altitude.
3: <laughs> adjusted. To- it's so cell. funny you say that. Um, Multiple so far I've seen two. The uh the Avalanche, so our hockey team and the Broncos, the football team, they both have um like chance, like altitude sickness, like when you go to their games and I was like, Why are we like hype about this? And like an there's a billboard, ability. there's a billboard downtown right now that's like they can't hang in altitude. And I was like, What? <laughs>
0: I'm
2: just I'm also like imagining the guy who's like Tinder profile or whatever. I don't even know what was Like, must be adjusted to different. Outfits.
3: It sounds kind of no, creepy. No, that so is where the
2: like to take me, man. Not
3: exactly that, but like, uh, so it's hinges all the rage in Denver. Um, but it'll be like the types of fun, which I didn't know was a thing. But it'll be like must be type one fun, and I was like, what? What? And that means yeah. like, yeah, I didn't know what this was either. So type one fun is like. You enjoy like doing hard shit like while you're doing it. So if you're like scaling a fourteen or need a helmet and are like scrambling up rocks, you're like, I'm having fun in this moment. Where type two is like, I didn't have fun doing that, but like at the end I'm like, the experience was fun and I'm like in it for the views or whatever. And type three is like, no to all of that. <laughs> I'm I'm good chilling interesting i'm good I'm, I'm good
2: i didn't know this did you guys know
0: this no for no. I mean, type one type two new. diabetes but not fun
2: yeah
1: <laughs> those are the only types i know about i didn't I did. know what it
3: is and when it popped up on dating profiles i was like do they mean like diabetic like okay cool like <laughs> like i'm down to date someone with diabetes like i didn't i've never thought of that as a hard stop for me
2: <laughs> dude wait so what are you type I want what everybody is. This is a good I'm question. I'm probably type two.
3: Like I, I like doing adventurous stuff, but like I'm never like, oh, I need to be like in pain or like seeking adrenaline to have fun. Um, I'm. Mm. I also, as we've heard many times, I watch a lot of TV. So, I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm a two.
2: Okay. Hmm. Who else? Who else? Brad. What yeah, do you I know? say what I'm you? a two
0: based on that. I'm Still trying to wrap my head around them Maybe that makes me a. Three.
2: Brad, you're you're know. a two on that scale, but you're a ten in. Oh, that's a so scale, nice. In
1: Jen's mind, you're a ten. Yeah,
2: I don't. I want to meet Jen.
0: Jen's, Jen's pretty cool.
2: Don't worry.
1: She's got a nice voice. She'll
2: make, She'll make a reappearance. On, great. Matul, are you type one, type two, type three? Are you gonna be like, I'm type four? I'm not. No, I, I was. <laughs> I was
1: actually gonna say I'm like a type one point five, because. Uh... <laughs> there's some cases where i do like to be in the moment and having fun but then there's other times where i get scared but then i do it i'm like oh yeah you know what i'm glad i did that it was fun mm-hmm.
2: you know i was gonna hate on you but i, I think i'm the same exact way as yeah. you are yeah just depends on the circumstance yeah yeah cool that was a cool question that came out of came out of the blue look at that yeah good question i think that's what happens front conversations keep blooming you know yeah very nice um who hasn't picked the wheel yet brad right? yeah
0: I'm gonna cater to the audience and pick the little peeps wheel.
2: Brad, yeah. I just knew you'd pick that wheel. I'm not
1: happy with the peeps. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> All right, so Matul keeps saying that, but um, we got a question in. Said why does Matul suck from the little peeps? But if I'm being completely honest, I sent that question in. <laughs> wow. <laughs> knew it immediately. Right. Wow. Wow. knew it immediately. Knew it
3: immediately. Sorry. You're lucky I All wasn't right. combing the Instagram when you did that. I would have publicly shamed you. <laughs> uh, Thanks for the support. I'm sorry,
2: Matul. All right, Brad, here's a question that we will answer. <clears throat> what are you most proud of?
0: Hmm. It's
2: a great question. Yeah. It's a hard one too. Do you need a minute? Everybody, everybody hard. If Brad needs more time to think. Whoever wants to jump in can take it.
3: That's a big one, Lil Peeps. Yeah.
0: I'll just say, um, I'll, uh, go, go for it.
3: No, you go. No, I was just
0: go. gonna say my my family, especially my brother. Um, it's just you know, only having one brother, but having a little brother, I've just like really enjoyed seeing him, you know, grow up, go off. He, he just got married a couple years ago. He started a new career. Uh, he's living out west. So I don't know. I, I think I'm just a proud brother. Of it, it's just weird when you have a little brother. It always feels like. You know he's like five years old and, and now he's like you know 30 with a beard but uh, i'm just really proud of my my family and my brother in particular wow brad, jen are you, are you listening so at
3: this wholesomeness? wholesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah like there's literally like a white light growing around brad
2: <laughs> such a nice guy brad
3: like he almost convinces even me that indiana <laughs> is a good place it's the like, best I'm, I'm like maybe
0: but yeah, by the end of the season, we're gonna get you there, Paige. Paige is moving back. you have to get adjusted to of, sea level altitude.
3: I'm actually most <laughs> proud of escaping Indiana. My, <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Well, what is your What is your
2: most proud, Paige? Do you know? Um,
3: I, I don't think it's escaping Indiana, but I do think um you know starting with college and being in Denver, just kind of moving myself out and deciding to do it. Um, I college was definitely easier, but I did go to Indiana not knowing anybody. And then when I moved to Denver, I didn't know anybody. Um, and like, I didn't do it with a spouse. I feel like that's how most people move or for a job. I just kind of decided um, and figured it out as I went. Um, and that's like my advice to everyone. Cause like the more you do it, the less hard and scary it gets. Um, and you can always go home. I think that's the thing people forget is like, if you leave a place, like there's like no rules, like argh, you can't come back, like be gone with you. Um, so I think that's the thing I'm most proud of is just like, um, yeah, moving myself out a bunch. That's
2: awesome. No, it's really cool. It's tough to do that. Not mm-hmm. a lot of people leave their comfort zones. Very cool. Matul, what yeah, you I got
1: for us? It's funny, actually, both of those, uh, what Brad and Paige both said are kind of the first things that came to my mind too. Cause first I was going to immediately came to my mind was like family as well. Like I'm really proud of my parents. Um, they, you know, the immigrants that came from India, my dad came like here alone. Um, and like left the whole family back in India for like a few years and built a whole life out here, which like, I, I mean, you know, I'm sure it's hard to imagine like what it's like to just completely leave your family for one country and go to a new one back when you didn't even know what you were going to get into. So I am proud of that. But then also similar to you, Paige, like I'm like proud that i took risks throughout like my past few years and just moved to places without really knowing what's going to happen and just kind of seeing what what happens and moved to new york with like two weeks of notice and met pat and that was cool and got a new job and moved to (laughs) chicago and and just taking risks i think that's the best way to get some cool experiences Mm -hmm. i think you know it's easy to kind of get comfortable in one place but you should move around
2: yeah that's awesome man I think, it's, I think I can relate to all you guys. Also, you did take a big risk being on this podcast too. That's true. You, you all did because when I, I recruited you all, I said one of you is a, a serial killer. And you're all like, okay, I'll be.
1: <laughs> well, the reason so we were totally comfortable sorry. is because we all knew it was you. <laughs> I know, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I think I can relate to all of you, but I was trying to think through your mind. So thanks for giving me time to think about mine. <laughs> if, you guys care, if you guys care to hear mine. Of yeah, course, let's hear it.
3: I'm proud of getting away with several murders <laughs> 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 in the tri-state area.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah. the best. That'd be the best time to so admit it on air. How proud I am of <laughs> it. Um, <clears throat> what I guess I think I'm, I'm most proud of, I don't know if it's like a singular thing. I mean, there's a singular moment, but I think it, I think you can look at singular moments and how it it like mm-hmm. goes along with your mindset and how it's changed over time and stuff like that. So what I guess what I'm saying is when I look back, like a big moment is when I took a new job. So uh, I thought about when Matula was saying that we met at work. So when I, and then when Paige said, you know, moving to Denver. So I moved to New York to work for a company, was laid off, had to find work elsewhere. And then I was given an opportunity to work at two different places. One where I'm at now, which I mentioned before, Meetup, but another company, I'm not going to mention it, offered me a lot more money, like 50% more money. And I went with what I thought would be best for my personal like growth and be challenging. And I was really proud of the fact that I did that. And it turns out it worked out well for me. Hell yeah. Yeah, That's That's really nice. It's
3: it's really easy to say money doesn't matter, um, but it is really hard to walk away um, when, because like it doesn't matter um, when you have it or when you, and like, um, and it, it unfortunately does make life easier. I don't know why it, like oh money doesn't matter it absolutely does and it makes life easier um just like right the stress of like paying your rent like is a thing that can like be alleviated and just like those moments that add up every day are like when you go out to eat and you're like i don't need a soda because like it's two dollars and like ah like just those (laughs) moments like are alleviated um so it's like nice yeah Yeah. i'm proud i knew i know
1: i knew pat when he was making that decision and I'm, i'm proud of you for making the right one Oh yeah, you
2: you can we around. talked about it. Yeah, yeah. we talked it. I was watch. like I needed yeah. I think I need yeah, I asked for your help for that. Yeah, man. Sorry, dude. It seems like it seems like it was so long. It seems ago, like so long. Ago, it's, like, it's only like a, a couple years that. ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wild. Wild. We uh who wants to spin the next one? You all spun one. I'll spin. Cool.
3: Can I spin the no 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 wheel?
2: Sure, can. This one's <laughs> some of the questions i don't know this is a diverse set of questions that sounds but right up they're all kind of around this a theme of okay. no 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 <laughs>
0: huh of no 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 <laughs> oh, yeah no.
2: yeah i guess Please, it's no. when you put it that way it's i shouldn't have explained it. <laughs> what what condiment can you not stand
3: mayonnaise mm. mayonnaise M- hands down oh why
2: brad are you doing that too I'll I'll go Red's different. I'll one. go
0: sweet relish, which is weird because I really love pickles, but I like dill pickles. I don't like any sweet.
3: Yeah, sweet relish sweet. is a monstrosity. Yeah.
0: But mayonnaise, I'm not a big mayonnaise fan. Did you? Really. S- okay.
2: Yeah. Did you say no mayonnaise either, Matul? You were like, yeah, no. no I heard. I'm not Ugh. a fan. What about sweet relish?
1: Sweet relish is, it's okay. I can tolerate that. I can't tolerate
3: mayonnaise. I can tolerate it.
2: Huh. I think I like sweet really. But I don't really know what it tastes like. I'm trying to remember.
3: What do you think about mayonnaise though?
0: Uh, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to put it on anything. <laughs> it's a question <laughs> so for yeah. Paige Matul. Will you eat anything that has mayo in it? Like, will you eat like chicken salad?
3: Uh, it really varies. Um, honestly, not unless I make it. Because if yeah. I'm making it, typically the thing I'm thinking of is like potato salad. And yeah. I use like a tablespoon of mayonnaise compared to like a cup of yellow mustard. Mm, um, yeah. So it really balances out for me. Same with like tuna. If I'm doing tuna, um, yeah, uh, I like, I never have mayonnaise in my house. I cannot even. Yeah, I don't mind if it's yeah. in
2: something. I just, I would never put it. But what about chipotle mayonnaise? Yeah, so that, that's what I was going to oh, I... oh, I see. Okay, hey, Yeah, so I was really? going to
1: go there next because it's like so. The thing with mayonnaise, in my opinion, is that it's just it's a good foundation <laughs> for things. It's but such it's strong not, opinions on stuff. I love It's not a thing on its. <laughs> it's not a thing on its own, right? Like, it should be a foundation in which you put things. Like, oh, if you want to make it spicy, you can put chipotle in there or sriracha or something. Make it a sriracha mayo. Oh, now it's okay, or at least better. If you want to make it sweet or I don't know different, make it like a lime crema mayo or something, and it's better. But just just. Just yeah. on its own is I just not don't a real trust
3: it. It's a sketchy ass yeah. condiment. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah. What is in there? I don't know. Exactly. Like, ketchup's <laughs> like, hey, we know we, we put too much sugar in. And we like, ah, we got you, ketchup. And mustard's <laughs> like, watch out. I got lots of sodium. And we're like, we know. And like, mayo, <laughs> it's like, you're going to fuck it all up. Like, you, I don't know. Yeah. What, who, it's
1: definitely the worst.
0: I'm bored with what tool saying because to when, like, I'll go to a fancy restaurant, and they'll be like, oh, this comes with like a garlic aioli. Ooh, fancy! Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really just fucking mayo,
3: right? And like a little bit of of garlic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, Matul, I
2: think maybe sometimes the silly conversation can be the mayonnaise. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just the foundation, but you're not going to really get a friendship from it. That's true. That's why we also have serious conversations, like we did a minute ago about our. Wow,
1: this podcast is like mayo, uh, but Chipotle mayo because it's the good stuff.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and it's like the special release. You know, how'd, they're like hey, limited edition. This is our secret this is our secret recipe.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, how do you guys feel about ranch?
2: <clears throat> I'm fine with ranch.
3: I feel like the Midwest okay. and there's, I feel like, yeah, very black sheep of me to hate ranch yeah. as fiercely as I do.
0: I definitely know, like, growing up in the Midwest, you might be able to relate to this page. Ranch was everywhere, and it was normal to do stuff like in the lunchroom, pour a bunch of ranch on your plate and dip dip your pizza crust in there. But then when, like, somebody moves (laughs) to the Midwest and sees people doing that or hear about it, they're always like, what the hell is going on? Like, why is is the ranch (laughs) on everything?
2: Huh. Matul, what's the ranch situation like in your life? (laughs)
1: Like, I don't buy it or order it, (laughs) but if it shows up, I'm not like, worried, you know. (laughs) If Mayo shows up, that's that how
2: it's exactly how I'm like. If it, if it comes to my front door, it's like, hey man, can I come hang out? And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm not going to leave you out there. Like,
3: yeah. you're here.
1: But I'm not inviting them proactively.
3: No, I'm slamming no, the, I'm the door. No, I'm not going to call Ranch.
2: I'm not texting <laughs> Ranch 3M saying, you up? No, fuck that. No.
3: I blocked Ranch.
2: Very good. That was funny. <laughs> we can do one more question and then we'll give Matul the to floor. Matul, do you or since Matul has a floor next, Brad, do you want to choose this wheel? Yeah,
0: let's do the uh, wheel faves.
2: Wheel of Faves again? Sure double okay. time Let's get it. Hold up Double Jeopardy. Spin it?
3: Fwing, fwing, fwing.
2: Okay. Um I must I don't want I don't like this one. It's food again. Can I spin it again? <laughs> sure.
3: Yes. All right. You could have lied to us and just kind yeah. anyway.
2: <laughs> you know, because I'm honest with you guys. I just want you to know that Remember we talking about honesty. All right, you might have to think about and remember this. But what was your favorite th- song when you were 13 years old? It's a very specific question.
0: I feel like I was in that a teenager. What was I don't your know favorite if a song, song <laughs> but I feel like I was in that for the first Third Eye Blind album, like on repeat. You oh know, Like nice. Semi Charmed Life, Jumper. Any of those? Probably
1: semi Boy. I think for me it was um, "Hot in Here" by Nellie.
3: <laughs> Ooh.
1: Had just come out. I
2: like that
1: one. Yeah.
3: Oh, Nellie is like my favorite feminist hero.
0: He's a feminist hero.
2: He's I mine.
3: That. I don't know if he like. He, what know, makes Nelly? Nelly as you know, that? What
0: makes him a feminist hero?
3: Um, his song "Pimp Juice" specifically <laughs> comes mm, to mind. <laughs> And he's talking about pimp juice and all his pimp juice, and he was like, and then he goes, "Ladies have the pimp juice too." Come to think about it, they got even more than we do. They got more juice in their walk, in their talk. Wow. And he goes on. So well, I had no idea. No, idea yeah, you're so welcome. Pitch,
0: sometimes you just blow my mind. <laughs> yes. the facts that what What the hell? I feel like I have to go real on that whole <laughs> album again now. You <laughs> started <laughs> meaning reciting
2: lyrics pimp
3: here. Juice. Ooh. Ooh.
2: <laughs> God, that, was, that was interesting was that wait is that it's your favorite song that from when you were 13 or no
3: um, i'm a i'm a tinge younger than you guys um my favorite song at 13 was definitely anything by bowling for soup they were hands down my favorite band <laughs> i had their great burrito extradition cd like big deal i got the explicit one from walmart you know um, played it in my blue Walkman. I
2: don't. Sorry, I don't think I know this. But I mean, I you know, they sing
3: "1985," um, like Bruce Springsteen, Madonna, way before. Oh we yeah, yeah yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, they have another What's one. one they also sang the. They also okay, sang Brad, the yeah. Jimmy Neutron theme song. Cartoons full oh, circle. Um, we we'll bring it back. Nice.
1: I love Jimmy.
3: Jimmy. Nice. Jimmy did a crossover with Fairly Odd Parents. It's all connected. That's
2: right. I remember that. Nice. You know, I don't, I can't think of a single song, but I I remember like I had CDs. What
3: what year were you 13?
2: 13, I was in eighth grade. I remember because I, my friend, that's when he started burning CDs. The year, I think it was. So I'll tell you, I was gonna tell you my CDs that I had. I had the the first Nelly CD. I had the first Ludacris CD, DMX, and Will Smith. Those were like the four. Ah!
3: I was just talking about the other day that I peaked in like 2006 when lost and found came out. Cause I bought two copies of it. Cause my parents were divorced and I was like one copy each house. I will never be without <laughs> the, the beautiful album that is lost and found by Will Smith.
0: <laughs> Man. Excellent.
3: I recently listened to it. It's amazing to me still. Man, um, being able to,
2: can we talk about listening or getting a slot, very nostalgic on this, but like, like CDs it was cool, man. Like you had to yeah. listen oh, to yeah. it. You know, I think that's why records are making a comeback mm-hmm. because you can just like listen to the whole. album. When you're talking
0: about
3: Spotify, Spotify removed you can't shuffle albums anymore. If you go really? like to an album, you can't shuffle it anymore. You have to right. like play it through.
2: Interesting. Interesting. Hmm.
0: Brett, what were you gonna say? Well, when you're talking about what we listened to, and I was I was thinking of what I'd how I'd listen to stuff when I was 13. I just remember being on like having a boom box in my room that played mm-hmm. CDs. You know, I, at one point I got the fancy kind that you could put six in there and I'd change it around. Very high oh, tech. Oh, yeah, man. But I also remember like it had a cassette recorder on there. And I remember like there was a song I heard on the radio. I would be like, I'd listen to the radio for like hours at a time waiting for that song to come on. Like, came on, like, hit record. <laughs> so I'd like my, make my <laughs> own cassette mixtape that took like. Dozens of hours of work to like wait to hear, wow. and now it's like you just Dude, get
2: that's on and so funny.
0: You know? yeah. I did that
2: exact same yeah. thing with my sixth changer. Like <laughs> yeah. had to record it, and I and I thought that you had to blast some music to make sure you recorded it. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <You're> like, <laughs> I got blasted, and my dad, my dad would come and yell at me and be like, "Why are you blasting?" He'd be Like, Dad, I'm recording it. He was like, "Oh, you want to get
0: mad?" I'm like, "Oh, that that solves this? <laughs>
1: Dad's like, "I'm really trying to watch you go all the way over here." <laughs> the new arnold did, um <laughs>
3: my, did you guys my biggest
1: uh <laughs> i do i was gonna say it, my biggest like music memory life-changing moment was when i had a cd player a sony walkman but it was like an older version where it had to stay stationary otherwise it wouldn't work like you couldn't move mm-hmm. it and then one day i got the one that you could walk around with does that oh, yeah. yeah, like skip life... sound
0: protection <laughs> or something
1: yeah yeah <laughs> oh man that's good that was good all right
2: we got we got to move on because uh we could talk about this forever i feel like maybe we'll come back to it but i want to give you time a tool to give your um your i I don't know i can't i can't think of words this time of the day we record i'm like always like what's that word
3: drum solo
1: drum solo
2: solo. you guys feel free to help me out when i'm struggling by the way (laughs)
1: All right, guys, I'm going to talk about something very light and jovial the famine. In no, I'm kidding. Um, I I want to talk about actually something that is that I think has been, um, or some so you know, we we think about memories and what, what sort of things we've been nostalgic a little bit here and where we've built our most memories. Sometimes it's around music, and um, for me, one of the The experiences through which I've built some of my best bonds with people and most uh, interesting memories has been through one of my favorite activities, which are which is road trips. So I absolutely love road trips and I've been doing them a lot lately. And it stems from the love stems from when we were younger, where we like we didn't really fly anywhere. We couldn't really afford to fly too much. And my dad just loved driving. So we would, anytime there was any family activity anywhere, we would like go on a 10 hour road trip from wherever we lived to, you know, like New York or Chicago or somewhere. And those were like, we'd have so much fun. We'd like eat and listen to music and talk about stuff. And then, you know, in my adult times, I've had a lot of road trips where I've made like some of my best friends and um, bonded with like my partner or worked out issues with people that I've had arguments with. Like it's the perfect, perfect time to do a lot of fun stuff with people. But there's rules. I have specific rules that one must follow to have a successful road trip in which you bond with the person with whom you're road tripping. And so here here they are. First of all, it has to be a proper road trip length. You know, it can't be like a three hour ride. That's not long enough. I think the minimum hours has to be five. Otherwise, you don't have enough time to really get into proper bonding uh discussion so brad likes that everyone just want to know brad's nodding
0: <laughs> yeah. along. i like his metrics
1: is yeah good. so 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 typically what happens is you know the first hour you're just getting out of whatever town you're leaving you know the 30 minutes are just getting out of town getting to the highway and then the next 30 minutes are just some music and kind of settling into the to the you know the cruise control and then so it's like an hour gone um and the next hour, you maybe listen to like a podcast or something or talk about light stuff, like how's the weather today and then shit like that. And then, you know, that starts winding down. You're tired of the music. You already listen to an hour long podcast. You know, it's kind of you know, you're know, strength. You've had enough of this American life. You don't want to listen to another one. So or BFL 4 pod. And so then fun. it's like, OK, well, do we listen to more music or maybe let's let's talk for a bit. So that's when it really gets into it, hour three. Now you start talking, you know, if you've had some tension with this person, you can start talking about the arguments that you've had or something, or if it's some, you know, it's just something else you want to start bonding about stuff. So the three to four hour is like the key or three, three, the third and the fourth hour are when you really get the meat of, of real road trip bondage or bonding. Bondage. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> bonding. I'm immature. You can't, see, then, you can't
2: see yourself in front of you mature. I'm immature.
1: Yeah, right. So then at the end of uh, the fourth hour is typically when you start wanting food and stuff. So you start stopping for food or something. And then if it's a five hour road trip, then it ends at five, right? So five is the minimum because that's when, you know, that, that's the amount necessary to get that two hour window of, of bonding in the middle. Ideally, you want nine. I think nine is the most optimal because after 5 you know you eat you kind of take some breaks you get back in the car you're hyped from the food you listen to some music to wake you up because you're kind of you know dozing off now you've had a big meal of taco bell and then you maybe listen to a little more music and uh, maybe another podcast now you're at like hour 6 or 7 and that's when you like you've had time to think about what you talked about in hour 3 and 4 so now you can revisit the discussions with more thought and so then hour six and eight, you talk about what you you know thought about, and then hour nine you get there. So in my opinion, road trips are amazing. The best way to bond with people, and the five hours is the minimum floor for a good road trip, nine hours the optimal time. Wow. Good rules. Nine so hours buy.
3: is optimal?
1: Optimal. Hmm. I mean you can go longer. What's, yeah. I mean I drove thirty. What's your hours max? What do
3: you think? Max ideal like what's max road trip where it it doesn't get dicey and people aren't like mad at each other for like breathing
1: if it's a one day trip i think 12 is the max you can do Mm -hmm. yeah but if it's like a multi-day thing then that there's a whole nother structure for that which i can get into another time but uh for a one day trip nine is optimal
0: so it's your favorite road trip of all time
1: yeah i've got a couple so from my from my childhood it was I used to go to New York with my dad and just me and him and I was maybe like between 10 and 15 um and because this was pre-GPS era and he was driving I had to learn like how to read a map and like navigate him and those were like one of the best memories of like bonding with him and him teaching me how to read a map and stuff and being like oh crap you took the wrong turn and it was just it was like it was getting that much time to just spend with like your dad in, in one place and him teaching you stuff was really cool. But then more recently was driving across the country, um, with my partner. And that was like 30, 40 hours of driving. Oh. And that was awesome. Nice. Nice. bro. Well, I was curious, sorry, I was jumping in
2: earlier as an actuary. Who's a numbers guy. What are your thoughts on how to I, I down really liked
0: his breaking down the optimal range of numbers, you know, you gotta get up to a critical mass of five, yeah, nine. gets the sweet spot and you start getting to 12, you get diminishing returns.
1: Makes a lot of sense. Yep, I kind of would like it. it.
2: <laughs> I think we need another T-shirt too. Matul's scale of road trip success <laughs> or something.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: dude, you always surprise me when I give you the <laughs> drum solo. I don't know why I can't keep thinking of the word, but I know it's always unique perspective. <laughs> um. That's awesome. We have. To, I wanna. I wanna give Brad uh, the floor now because Brad's gonna. And I have to give a recap quickly. I'm gonna give a recap quickly to help all the listeners from the last episode. So what happened? It was Paige gave a story. I'm gonna recap that story. And Brad's homework was to tell the rest of the story. I'm continuing the story the by next, the way. Con, sorry, continuing. continuing the story. Not telling the yes. rest of the story.
0: It's gonna go. No, sorry, it's not it's even the, the second rest, installment. Because
2: tools. I'm, the next episode, the tools gonna give us the third installment. Okay. And then I'll, I'll bring us in for the fourth. And if it gets real interesting, we have to keep it going, which we might have to. We'll bring it back to Paige. But anyways, hey, Paige, fact check me here, okay? Your name, you didn't give yourself a name, first of all. You said you were Alara, but you didn't give yourself a name.
3: Alara was my name. And oh, okay. I, I, I thought you said
2: Alara. Right, I'm doing, I'm Alara doing the recap. doing was right my cap.
3: name. I should
0: take, I should either
3: yeah right. my name's alara and i'm a salian that's my species and we're stronger than humans because the gravity on our planet is uh more yes i'm clearly a scientist yes. mm-hmm.
2: sorry i may if anyone interpret it as you saying you were a laura like i thought that was a type of being so your name is alara mm. so yes. maybe i'm the only idiot who heard this <laughs> and thought that but anyways you're alara um i'll be quick my tool is isaac he's a kalon and he's an advanced um, non biological species. Robotic. Brad is Lieutenant Gordon Malloy, who's a great pilot. He's a little bit of a silly kind of a, mm-hmm. I don't know other word for goofball. him. Silly goofball. Here you go. He's in the part of the Union, and I'm Captain Ed Mercer, the captain of uh, the ship. I forget the name of the ship. I the, know Orville. That. The, captain. <laughs> the Orville. The Orville. So there's a Kalon battle, right? And um, but uh, but Matul, who was who is a Kalon? He betrayed his kind to come with us on our ship, right? Yes. Um, and then the Union had to befriend the Krill, who are like our sworn um,
3: enemies. They're Russia, basically. They're
2: sworn um, enemies, but because of the Kalon battle, we had to befriend the Krills, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So the Union Union is going out. We're on our we're in the ship, and we're going to Krill space. What's my ship's name again? The Orville. The Orville. <laughs> the Orville. All right. So, but then, but then Matul, Isaac, is like, beep, 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 beep. I, I, I sense for another, like, biologicals. So then we are set for first contact to go see what it is and check it out. And we get to this planet, and it's totally underwater. And then we meet the snorks. And they're, they tell us about this sunken oh, mystery ship. And then all of a sudden, the snork gets captured or disappears or something. And then Matul, or sorry, Isaac is Matul, investigates. And it turns out there's a krill in there, but he's abandoned his other krills and he's there to join us um they storks sorry i said snork
3: no you were right it's snork sorry oh okay
2: <laughs> there were snorks um but then uh, so the krill has abandoned his other krill decides to join us and he tells brad who is lieutenant gordon malloy about how to defeat the krills and it, he gives him great knowledge yes and that's
0: where we're left off and then
2: okay
0: so yes when we la- last left our heroes They're on to go infiltrate the Kalons. They're sitting around the ship, and Captain Ed Mercer is like, okay, guys, we have the crew now. We need to figure out how to get in there. I don't even know where to get started, guys. And the Krill that we picked up is like, well, I think we have extra manpower because even though I was exiled from the Krill kingdom, I still have a lot of friends there, and they're getting sick of it. If you offer them sanctuary, they'll come with us, and they'll help with the raid. And Captain Ed Mercer's like, okay, but that's great, but we can't get anywhere near near their warship. We'd have to get into their their boundaries, which is impossible. And Matul uh, slash Isaac is like, well, I actually still have some one a friend who works one of the remote outposts there and guards the border. I think if we go talk to him, I can sweet talk him in, and he'll let us through, so we can start getting closer to the ship. And Ed Mercer's like, well, okay, that's great, but how are we gonna get to the ship? And Lieutenant Gordon Malloy is like well I am the best pilot I'll be able to take everybody in there and get close enough to the ship that our whole crew can land on there and and Captain Ed Mercer is like well okay that's a plan but how are we going to bust in it's very fortified and uh, Alara slash Paige is like well I'm one of the strongest women in the universe they tried to fortify it a normal being can't get in there but I'll be able to break in and let the whole crew in and we'll be, we'll be gold and Ed Mercer's like well that's great everybody you do that and I'll just like make sure everything's cool that's how I'll contribute I'll make sure it's a good plan but this is great we know what we're gonna do we have a lot of work ahead of us but tonight we celebrate we're gonna have a big feast we're gonna drink and we're gonna eat the s- finest space beef that money can afford and Isaac's like well, well actually space beef is pretty problematic because that's cultivated and You know, if if you weren't an ignorant (laughs) biologic, you know, you would know that actually the most responsible thing to eat. And Pat's like, enough! Enough! I don't want to hear it. You're such a bummer. Jesus, Matul. I mean, Isaac. Just, we're going to celebrate tonight. (laughs) And so they eat, they drink, they have fun. Uh, At the end of the meal, uh, Captain Ed Sheeran, Sheeran, no, Mercer raises a toast, and he's like, sure, great success. We're going to raid and pillage take over the Kalons, and I know we're going to (laughs) succeed. And everybody else raises their glass, but not quite as confidently, because everybody on the crew actually has a secret. You see, when the tool, Isaac, for example, when we were underwater, uh, his outer exterior accidentally got snagged, and he didn't tell anybody this, but water started leaking to his robot interior, and he went to look in the bathroom, and he slowly corroded. So he hasn't told anybody, but he knows that he only has so much longer to live and he's going to do what he can before his robot life expires.
3: Oh, my gosh, I'm very nervous. And
0: Alara, what she realized is she was going back and she was, you know, going out into space and doing stuff and coming back into the ship. When she came back into the ship, she slammed the door too hard because she can't control her strength and a seal broke loose on the ship. And she's been doing everything she can to repair it. But slowly, the oxygen is leaking out of the ship. And she knows there's only a limited amount of time before we run out of oxygen. But she's hoping, praying, that we can get to the Kalon ship Ooh. before we run out of oxygen. And she doesn't want to tell anybody and make them nervous. And meanwhile, Captain, uh, oh, Captain Gordon Malloy, he's, he's always an upbeat, partier, joyful guy. But he's been talking to the Krill, and the Krill has been saying, you know what, you think life's great, but there actually is no God. Um, you, you Really, everything you believe in is meaningless. And it started to, get to, uh, it started to get to Gordon Malloy. He's like, man, I used to enjoy things, but now I walk around in a malaise. I go from here to there, and I don't even know what I'm doing with myself anymore. And anyways, back to the story. So Gordon Malloy is like, I don't even know know if i want to be part of this i don't even know what we're fighting for anymore i don't know what our mission is so back to the toast pat ed mercer is like this is going to be great we're going to succeed but everybody else is looking each other out of their eyes of like i hope we do but i'm not so sure because i have a secret and with that the screen fades to black as our crew hurdles towards hurdles through space excuse me towards their destination to be continued
1: wow
3: wow T- wow i am Such... truly i was sweating a little bit that um does seem like something that would happen to me very um brand. i'm
1: worried clap, yeah clap, 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 clap. i'm worried i'm gonna die i
2: thought i was gonna end with the the toast and then turn us turn into a very precarious situation from a tool to pick up the yeah. story which i'm wow. very interested to see i have a lot to it. work with here Interesting. <coughs> right, where will our heroes weeks. go next
1: Thank you. That was was
3: fantastic. Good job. Thank you. Amazing.
0: I really liked the characters that I tried to work
3: on. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Did you did anybody watch um, the show that it's based on?
0: No, but I'm going to The Orville
3: that time. Uh, Oh. Which one? That makes it even better that you didn't, honestly. It makes it so much (laughs) better. Uh, no, the Orville is the is the show that all of our characters are based on. And the the Snorks was a cute little cameo I threw in from my childhood. (laughs)
2: I'm very invested, um, in the story. So Tool, yeah. it's in your it's in your hands. Be nice to it. Blossom, I'll this. do my best. Blossom, I'll do my best. I want you to I want you to carry on this story like you want to carry on this friendship. <laughs> Show how much you care. No carry. pressure.
1: Everyone dies
2: at <laughs> the end. Okay.
3: He purposely ends it so Pat doesn't get to tell <laughs> any story. <laughs> it's gonna kill the me beep. off. I bet. The beef stays uh, raw.
2: I already, uh, well, I'm gonna give Brad the, I'm going back to assignments for next episode, since we're at a close here. Brad has the next drum solo. I'm just kind of going to order for drum solos Love because uh, it. it's just easier that way. Okay. Um, for the, the duty wheel, Oh, that's what we just... Uh, or the can. Sorry, the d-wheel is the homework wheel. So, Matul, you're going to tell the rest of the story. I don't even... We already got there. Sorry.
3: Excellent. I edit Excellent. that part out.
2: <laughs> and then the Can You Deal Wheel, I already spun it, and it was Matul. And then I spun it again a second ago. And people are going to think I'm out to get Matul because of this <laughs> one. But this was a submission. Another page submission. Page submits a lot of interesting things to our Can <laughs> you deal wheel? Before Matul has... Not every time not every time you speak, but when you have to answer a question or once your local update, you have to, squ- you have to squirt yourself in the face with a water
1: gun. <laughs> I have to squeeze myself? That's a good one. Squirt,
3: squirt yourself, yourself in the face with a water
1: gun. OK. I
3: think to a deal. spray bottle is also acceptable, if you can't okay. get a little squirt gun. I mean, um, it's definitely well,
2: better visually, but I'll take some pictures, <laughs> during and I'm sure it'll affect somehow. <laughs>
1: We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm down.
3: Pat, maybe you should start ignoring my like late night texts. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's a good one. That was a good one. Uh, so met- what are we all
3: learning? Specific, uh to your road trips, I sent a lot of my suggestions to Pat when I was road tripping across the country and had ah, see? nothing but time <laughs> to think about silly things for us to do for other people's amusement.
1: I also have strong thoughts on solo road trips, but don't get me started. But yes, great time. We'll, we'll say that for another drum solo, Matul. Yes. What
2: did, what did, to wrap us all up, what did you guys learn today about each other or one another or one person that makes you feel I like we're coming? learned the type of friends? guys
1: and girls Brad and Paige might be interested in based on Jenny and Fred. So. Fred.
3: Yeah. Frederick.
1: Frederick. Yeah
3: friendly. Very good. Yeah. I learned I have a stra- yeah, strange attraction
0: to Jenny and her beautiful voice. <laughs> I also learned I want to go to a concert with Paige because it just sounds like, you know, it's an experience. Don't, e- you don't even oh, pay oh, attention to the show. You just got to see what's in the crowd. I think that would be two hours of fun. I feel
2: like I'm, I feel like we're going to go to a, a concert with Paige and there's going to be literal
0: snorks there. Like,
2: whoa,
3: Paige is <laughs> really
0: partying. So I want to go on a concert <laughs> actually... with Paige and a road trip with
3: uh, I don't want to hype it up. I feel like I'm so boring, but interesting things just <laughs> tend to happen around me. I have, like, a gravitational pull for that makes you chaos not and nonsense. No, but, like, I'm not boring, particularly yeah. <laughs> doing it. I'm not, like, jumping on tables or throwing lacra at La Croix. women. <laughs> La Croix.
2: We don't know that. You're the one telling the stories. It could be you this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Paige, what did you learn? Of, or, um, what?
3: It's, I think I learned, uh, well, one, I learned I'm happy that none of us are Mayonnaise fans. I'm a big, uh, that's a big relief for me, honestly, for our friendship to continue.
1: Um,
3: And I learned, it sounds like Matul and I had very similar family road trips growing (laughs) up. So we could probably dive into that more. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I think this episode is going to have a road trip in its name somewhere. But um, I think we're on a good road trip to friendship, in my opinion.
3: (laughs) Heck yeah! Uh, <laughs> this is like the hour. glee
2: in your we face. We finished six hours, I think, <laughs> episode six. So, a um, little peeps, thanks for listening. Submit your questions to us on Instagram, Twitter, email us at bff4lpodcast@gmail.com. At and I realize that people can also rate us on where they we're. They can. Um, we have where enough we're
3: episodes. We're legit. Yeah, you, can,
2: you can rate us on Apple, Spotify, Google. Um, whatever else I'm missing, feel free to read us. If you want, you know, it's up to you. It's, it's your choice. But we'd appreciate it, right guys?
1: We yeah. would. That's cool. a friendly thing to do.
2: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That's a great way to end it. Well, thank you all for listening. We'll catch you on episode 7. See
0: y'all.
1: Bye. Bye.
3: hey there did you like the show did we make you pee your pants lol at least exhale through your nose half chortle while you're listening to this at work if you did like the show and you want to follow us find us on twitter and instagram at bff4lpod or find us online at bff4lpod.com